2: Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is sponsored by
0: Bridgeway Community Church.
3: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? It's open phone-in Friday. What do you want to talk to me about? Because I want to talk to you. Come on, let's go.
2: Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
3: On WAVA 105.1 FM out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. Welcome to the show. How you doing today? It's Friday. It's beautiful. And it's a great day to communicate, talk, and uh, serve one another through radio. This is a call-in talk show, so anything you want to talk to me about today is fair game. Now, if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays. You can probably say this with me. Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, Open Phone-In Fridays, anything you want to talk to me about on Friday, which is today, is fair game. So race, religion, relationships, um, finances, church world, business world, whatever's on your heart, guess what? You can ask me any question lord knows i can address any question whether i can answer it or not well that's a different story but we do have the good book i've got it right here in my possession as well as a lot of other smart listeners of course so you never know the scripture says if you ask for wisdom you'll receive it without finding fault generously and it also says you don't have because you do not ask so uh, maybe this would be a great opportunity to say you know what let me kick it with uh, dr anderson and throw this out at him well guess what that's what this Hour is four the first hour of rush hour out of the nation's capital all the way out there to Eastern Maryland in fact, big shout out to Chestertown, Maryland, where we were this week, as well as uh, Chiparelli's restaurant in little Italy, Baltimore downtown Baltimore. so thanks a lot. We uh, broadcast it from there as well. So what is it that you want to talk to me about? Well, if you want to call me, my phone number is eight eight eight. Four three two, seventy four, thirty four. that's 888-43-BRIDGE, so thank you so much uh, for memorizing that, or you can even put it in your, uh, in your, you know, contact uh, information, so you'll always have it, but all you got to do is pull my name up, and boom, you can call me while I'm in the studio. Well, let's bow for a word of prayer, as we always do, and then let's get rolling. Are you ready? All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful and thankful that you give us an opportunity to connect one with another. Uh, Please bless today's show. We commit it over to you now in the name of Jesus. Together, everyone said amen and amen. Now, there are a couple other ways you can get a hold of us. You can always uh, go to andersonspeaks.com. That is the website there that has my sponsors as well as uh, uh, our consulting page in case you ever want to. Uh, call us in to help you deal with diversity, equity, inclusion, multicultural ministry. That's where the six books that I've written are around uh, that topic, right, including uh, the award-winning Gracism, the Art of Inclusion, Gracism, the Art of Inclusion. If you want to know more about that book, go to EmbraceGracism.com. If you ever want to leave a donation, you can do that there as well as we do the bridge-building work that God has called us to do. All right, y'all ready to connect with me, ready to talk? I'm ready to connect with you and talk, so let's go. Let's kick it off in Front Royal, Virginia. I'm going to go with Sheila, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Sheila, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you?
4: Hello, Dr. Anderson, I'm doing well. How are you?
3: Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Um, I'm just thinking about, you know, people
4: who are a lot of pain you know, I sort of stress about, you know, my sisters, they both have pain issues They seem to can't get rid of. And, you know, I try to give them guidance. I try to give them secular guidance. I try to give them religious guidance. And, you know, I've read the Bible. I've prayed. Maybe it's not been fervently enough. But I just wonder, like, how do you talk to someone or where do you direct them to try and help them get rid of pain that they've been dealing with for over 42 years? They can't seem to forgive and forget and move on.
3: Yeah. You know,
4: and just. Try to figure out. You know, what do you do? How do you guide them? How do you get them out of this pain um, situation that they're in? And and my my older sister, she focuses on God and she does pray and um, attend church and read the Bible. Um, My younger sister does not. Mm -hmm. Um, But they both seem to have the same underlying issue.
3: Hmm. So you're really talking about emotional pain, aren't you?
4: Yes. Yes, it Yeah. really
3: is heavy. Yeah, that's, that's deep. The only way I know how to address emotional pain is through psychological counseling and Christian counseling because it helps you to deal with these deeper issues that I think oftentimes people feel like they can self-medicate. Do you know what I mean? Like most of the time, if you have a broken leg or a broken ribs, you go to the doctor and you let a professional say, hey, listen, here's a prescription or here's what you need to do. But when it comes to emotional pain, people feel like they are uh, equipped to handle the mental stress, the anxiety and the deep issues that have caused them those, those difficult wounds. And the reality is we don't do that with physical pain, but we try to do that with emotional and mental pain. And we're not equipped to do it. And so I really encourage Christian counseling and therapy just to walk through those deeper issues, whether it's family upbringing, whether it's uh, relationship problems or abuse issues, whatever it is, sometimes you need a professional to help walk you through it. What do you think about that, Sheila? Yeah. I I, I think those are
4: definitely good advice, And, and I think maybe, I mean, they've, They've been to counseling. I don't know that it's been Christian counseling. I mm-hmm. think maybe the Christian counseling might be the best way to go, especially for my older sister. Right. But it just seems like, you know, that traumatic event that occurred to them or happened to them when they were young, they just can't seem to get past it for whatever reason. And, yeah, uh, you know, we both, we all grew up in the same family. so Oh,
3: my. Definitely Did you go through the same things they went through?
4: Yes, we both had the same traumatic event but uh-huh. I seem to have been able to recover and How? hold on to a relationship. Um, a lot I I a lot of prayer. Yeah. Um, I was I was uh saved when I was thirteen. Mhm. And uh, you know, there's there's just that family connection. I love my family, wanna be connected to my family and I don't want to let that go and I just ask God to help me get through mm. it and get through the experience and not have to suffer through it every day, every right. day on days end, right? And and think about other things and grow in other ways. Yeah, that's and, smart. Um, I I think they became Christians later in life, and I think they just struggled with it a lot more because when you're younger, it seems like you can get past or through those things, especially right. if you have a close relationship with God.
3: Yeah, yeah. And
4: and I don't know that they have had that.
3: Well, that is really a part of the uh, the cure, isn't it? This the the coping is knowing that you have the Lord Jesus to walk with you. You have the Holy Spirit to comfort you, to help you forgive, and to help you move on to something of of a higher dimension. But if they're stuck in the lower dimension, uh, there's just not a lot of help. Uh, Again, there is therapy, and that can be helpful. I I want you to hear that. But you have something that they don't, and that is the, the connectedness with the greatest healer, of all, so the more you can pray Amen. for them and pray with them and and intercede on their behalf that they would get closer to the Lord, then He would be able to bring the healing that that you've received as well.
4: Thank you. I'll continue to pray for them. I I know God does things in His own time, and that's right. We just right. have to let Him do His job.
3: You know, he, He's God all um, by Himself, and don't you wish? Don't you wish we had a magic wand where we could just heal people and make them feel so much better? But we have to give it over to the Lord, don't we? <laughs> yes, we do. Hey, listen, Miss Sheila, I'm going to run to my commercial break. Thank you for calling. When I get back, I'm going to Laurel, Maryland to talk to Mary. I also want to talk to you, so give me a call while you can. 888 43 Bridge. I'm very excited to invite each of you to join me in a special one-hour interview with the leaders of our local affiliate of Easter Seals. You'll probably remember Easter Seals from our holiday stamps. Remember those when we were growing up and all the good they did for children with disabilities. What you may not know is that Easter Seals continues to provide an array of services for families with all kinds of needs right here in our community. I will broadcast live from their headquarters in Silver Spring, Maryland on Wisdom Wednesday, December the 1st, right at 3 p.m. I'll be joined by a few inspiring folks at Easter Seals, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, including President John Horwich. So I'm really excited to talk to him. He's going to talk to us about Easter Seals and their mission to create a hopeful, inclusive community where all people achieve their potential and live meaningful lives. Easter Seals, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia is at the forefront of pioneering innovative solutions in four areas. Number one, adult day services. Number two, child development. Number three, employment services. And number four, military and veteran support. The programs at Easter Seals operates in locations from Hagerstown to Baltimore to Washington, D.C., and from Montgomery County and Prince George's counties to Northern Virginia. From nearly 100 years, can you believe that? Nearly 100 years, Easter Seals, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia has been meeting challenges, creating solutions, and changing lives. Easter Seals is truly a hidden jewel in our community. So plan on tuning in on Wisdom Wednesday, December 1st at 3 p.m. And I guarantee you'll be inspired and may even learn about a program that can benefit your family. I am personally looking forward to connecting with you and with Easter Seals on Real Talk, Dr. David Anderson.
5: Spot, under
0: one roof, from one
5: side to the other, under one roof, from the inside
0: out. <laughs>
5: It's Best Buy Waterproofing and Best Buy Design Build. So, who is this superhero guy flying over the neighborhood looking for leaky basements and leaky roofs to repair? Visit BestBuyWaterproofing.com or call 844-980-3707-247 to see what heroic home repair services look like. Basement waterproofing, mold and mildew remediation, structural repair, foundation crack injection, sump pump systems, roofing and gutters, siding and decks. So, you went to BestBuyWaterproofing.com and called 844-980-3707. Who's the real hero now? You are.
0: Under one roof, from one side to the other. Under one roof, from the inside out.
4: We've got you covered from top to bottom. At Best Buy, your old house is our business.
6: Best Buy.
3: Forty-nine sixty-seven. Ask for the owner for Dell and tell him that Dr. Anderson says.
2: Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit AndersonSpeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page.
3: That's me, Real Talk, with Dr. David Anderson. Big shout-out to Chestertown Christian Academy, a ministry of Chestertown Baptist Church, where Pastor Shane Lankford is. And, uh, of course, we, uh, we uh, broadcast it from there on Wednesday of this week. So big shout-out to them. If you uh, want a private school for your kids, Christian private school toward the eastern shore, uh, you might want to strongly consider Christian uh, Ch- Chestertown Christian Academy you can find them online at chestertownchristian.org. It's open phone-in Friday. I do want to talk to you, so give me a call. My phone number is 888-432-7434. It's open phone-in Friday, so anything you want to talk to me about, I'm open to talking with you about it. All right, let's go to Laurel, Maryland, and talk to Mary, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Mary, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing today? Hello Miss Mary are you there? Going once, going twice call me back, okay? Let's go to Anonymous in Hyattsville, Maryland. Hi Anonymous, it's Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
6: Hello Dr. Anderson. How are you?
3: Oh, I'm alive and grateful, sir. How you doing? What are you thinking?
6: All right, all right. I want to ask you a question about Acts chapter 19. Mhm. And Verses two through five. Okay. There's a passage, there's a some scripture there that uh, where uh, uh where some disciples they were baptized. Okay. And they said that they are um um they didn't they didn't know anything about the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And then when hands were laid on them, they received the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Well, my question to you was, had Christ died at that time, or was he still alive?
3: Very good question. I'll listen to you now. Very good question. Uh, So Christ had already ascended. So he had died, rose again from the dead, ascended up to the heavens. The first century church was born in Acts chapter 2. And uh, and then the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the speaking in tongues and all of that happened at the inauguration of the first century church. And so then the apostles were able uh, to lay hands on people and they were being baptized by the Spirit and by water really for the, for the first time. And in Acts chapter 19, verse 2, uh, I'll read it for those that don't have it in front of them. Uh, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? They answered, No, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. So Paul asked, then what baptism did you receive? John's baptism, they replied. Paul said, John's baptism was a baptism of repentance. He told the people to believe in the one coming after him, that is, in Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus when Paul placed his hands on them the holy spirit came on them and they spoke in tongues and prophesied there were about 12 men in all so that's that passage where you know during the first century church when the holy spirit was being introduced uh the evidence of the holy spirit which was something they had never known or heard before was the speaking of tongues and prophesying. And it was a completely uh, amazing and new phenomenon that when the apostles laid hands on these believers who had only known of the baptism of repentance through John uh, found a new way of truly being brought into the family of God. So he was,
6: so, so Jesus, uh, had died at that time. He, he had had died and w- was resurrected.
3: That is correct.
6: Okay, thank you.
3: Mm-hmm. You're very welcome. Thanks for calling. That uh, was anonymous. Now, I do still have, uh, let's see, uh, open lines if you want to call me. My number is 888-432-7434, and we can talk about whatever it is that's on your heart. Today is open phone and Friday on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Mary uh, from Laurel, Maryland called earlier, uh, and so we'll see if we can get her uh, back on uh, the line. Uh, Someone did write in uh, today or earlier this week and asked the question, I got divorced from my husband. He remarried another woman. He has divorced that woman, now wants to marry me. Uh, What does the Bible say about that? And so we'll make sure to address that question without the names of the people, of course, uh, today on open phone and Friday. If you have a thought about that, you may want to hold on. I'd love to hear uh, your two cents on it. But I'll tell you exactly uh, from my perspective how I would respond to that story time, to that uh, perspective. All right, let's see if we can catch Mary and Laurel, Marilyn now. Hello, Miss Mary. Are you there?
7: Yes, I am. How are you?
3: Good, good. I'm glad you made it this time. What's going on with you?
7: Well, I needed to ask a question. Go for it. So, my husband, that I've been married to for 10 years, I found out was having an affair, or is having an affair. Okay. And, uh... I... Have not approached him about it yet, due to the fact that I've been told by legal not to mention anything right now. But uh, I guess my hardest part is is um, I'm struggling with forgiveness, and I know that I have to forgive him, um, even though I am wanted to get a divorce. Okay. I I have to forgive him. And I'm just struggling with that, and I've mm. gone over scriptures and reading Bible verses, and I just, I I said in my mind I forgave him, but it's like I know that at times I can feel that I haven't forgiven him, and I don't know how to, how to deal with that. I don't want to have that yeah. be an issue with me because I know that's not pleasing to God.
3: Right, right. Are you sure that he is having an affair?
7: Absolutely, positively sure.
3: And are you sure I that you don't? Information. Mm-hmm.
7: I gathered information um, prior to, and he left and went on an excursion with this person. Mm-hmm. And just like I, visited, I was, you know, he just left and went with that person and came back home just like nothing had happened.
3: Mm-hmm.
7: And, uh, I know that divorce is not something that you're supposed to do, but I just don't see anywhere around that.
3: Are you also sure that you don't want to reconcile and work on the marriage if you were to confront him?
7: Uh, I thought the same thing. Mm I tried to do things that would try to be towards that. And he mentioned, you know, We don't spend a lot of time together. We don't do things together. So, you know, the relationship has been over for several years. And, uh, you know, I thought about trying to do things that would bring our marriage back together. But uh, he struggles with pornography, and he's been dealing with pornography for over 30 years. And uh, that's another issue. So it's not just that
3: well you you have the legal count- you have the legal counsel. Let me give you the counsel from uh, the Word of God. I think is important, and that is this: I would not want to divorce somebody without giving them an opportunity to repent, and so w- even if you still get a divorce to give him an opportunity to repent, you know once you have all your legal stuff in order, you know to give him an opportunity to repent to say, "Hey, listen, I know this is what happened, I know this is what you're doing." And uh, it's not right. And I'm really hurt over it. Okay. So, you know, I think that that's important to happen. Okay. Uh, And give him an opportunity to repent. Now, he may not repent. He may not even tell the truth. But at least, you know, you did what you were supposed to do. Because Matthew 18 does say in verse 15 that, you know, if your brother sins against you, you're supposed to go to them and and give them an opportunity to repent. If they don't, you know, then you bring two or three other people into the situation. And if it still doesn't, then, you, you know, you can break the relationship. I mean, you have the grounds for divorce from, from the Scripture's point of view so far as the exception clause in Matthew 5 and in Matthew 19. So if someone does commit adultery, that does break the marriage bond. Now, you don't have to get a divorce, and God can do something better even beyond that pain. But do you have the right and the um, opportunity? Yes, but I really sit with some counsel and uh, Christian counsel to say, okay, if I'm going to confront my husband on this, how and when should I do it? Now, hold on, Miss Mary. I've got to go to a break. When I get back, let's wrap this up. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
0: Hi honey, just checking in from my trip. Cost everything on the home front. John,
3: a big storm just hit us.
5: The power is out and we have no heat or running water. I can't make the kids dinner without power and they aren't able to get their homework done with no internet.
2: Don't get into a situation like this. Extreme weather and grid outages are becoming more and more common. You need to protect your family and your home from power outages. You need a Kohler backup generator that automatically kicks on when the power goes out. Just call 800-318-5072 for a free quote and $250 in savings. Unlike portable models, Kohler Backup Generators offer seamless, hands-off operation without the need to refuel. They automatically power your entire home hassle-free. And with Kohler, you know you can trust this generator when you need it. Don't wait until it's too late and severe weather hits. Call 800-318-5072 for a free quote and get $250 in savings for your Kohler Backup Generator. You can't afford not to call 800-318-5072. That's 800-318-5072. 800-318-5072.
0: It was the night before Christmas, and all through the place, everyone had such a smile on their face. Mortgage or rent had been paid for all next year. It was the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes that brought so much cheer. You, too, can enter before it drops out of sight. Enter one, enter all, and to all a good night.
5: Enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Visit WAVA.com. Presented by Cornerstone First Financial.
2: Here 105.1 FM WAVA wherever you are on our mobile app or on iHeart. Tune in, and now on Radio.com.
5: Listen to the Bible Study Hour with James Boyce, Sunday mornings at 8 on 105.1 FM WAVA.
0: For those who love contemporary Christian music, CCM Magazine is a must-read. Explore the latest redemptive music and the culture it impacts by starting your subscription today. Visit CCMMagazine.com.
1: Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy!
3: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? Welcome to the second half of the program on WAVA, 105.1 FM. You can call me and talk about anything you want on open phone on Fridays. I've got Mary on the line from Laurel, Maryland, and she's saying that she found out her husband's having an affair. She wants to get a divorce and wants to talk that through. So let me go back to you now, Miss Mary. What do you think about uh, my comment about giving your husband an opportunity to repent?
7: I totally agree with you, mm-hmm. and um, I almost—I came in the room and actually overheard him speaking and saying things that I don't want to say on the line to the other party, mm-hmm. and I immediately ran and started crying, and he approached me, and I'm like, why are you talking and saying the things you're saying, uh, and he did not even having any conversation on the phone such as that at all. He just did not. Yeah, like nothing's going on. Uh, so he denied that you know everything about any kind of conversation. that must have been something I thought I heard, but I didn't hear what I. See, so
3: mm-hmm. um,
7: I did approach him about it.
3: Yeah, so and let
7: him know that this is the first time that I had over overheard conversation.
3: Right, right. Well, I mean, again, you can you can say to him, "This is just a thought." You can say to him, "Listen, uh, I'm onto your game. I have evidence." So. Uh, the bottom line is: Are you going to admit the truth to me, or are you going to keep playing this game? You know, and just kind of confront him like that. And if he keeps playing the game and saying, you know, it wasn't me, and it's not nothing, it's nothing. Okay, fine. At least now you know for sure that you know he's not willing to repent. And from that point, at least you yeah. did your Christian duty. Now, let's talk about forgiveness. Forgiveness and reconciliation are two different things. So, can you forgive him? Yes. You can say, God, help me to forgive him. Uh, help help me to let this go and heal me, Lord, uh, from the pain and suffering that's taking place right now in my marriage. And be ready to grieve because you're going to grieve. You've already been grieving, but you're really going to grieve uh, once, you know, this separation takes place, if that's the direction you still end up going. But I would not want you to do this alone, Miss Mary. You need to uh, sit with a Christian counselor and work it through. Because this has a negative effect on you, on your heart, on your emotions, on your mind. And you want to make sure you make clear-headed decisions as you go down this path. Okay?
7: Well, I thank you so much for taking out the time to speak this to me. And you're such a blessing, uh, a, a real blessing every time I hear your show. So thank you again.
3: Well, the privilege is mine. And would you mind if I say a quick prayer for you? I
7: would appreciate it.
3: Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I lift up Mary from Laurel, and I thank you, God, that she's open enough to want to share her pain. And I do pray, God, that you would bring healing to her heart. Let her know this has nothing really to do with her, uh, but it has to do with her husband's sinning. And we do pray that he would come to repentance before you and his wife. And uh, we hold out hope, Lord, that your spirit can move in his heart in this way. Protect my dear sister now as she goes on this journey. For it is in the name of Jesus we pray. Together, everyone said, amen and amen. God bless you, Miss Mary. Thank you. You're very welcome. Let's go to Peace in Columbia, Maryland. Hello, Peace. Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
8: Um, hello, I'm fine. And and how are you?
3: Oh, I'm very well, ma'am. What is your comment or question today?
8: Okay. My, my comment is about last week. That was on Thursday. I wanted to... Call oh.
3: mm-hmm.
8: because you were having a program about uh, a program about praying, God leading you to pray, but then I couldn't go through
6: <laughs>
8: the number. Yeah. I kept on forgetting it, so
6: okay. I decided
8: to call today.
6: Good. Yeah,
8: I want. I was parked in front of my other job. I was about to enter in, so I took the first caller that called about her husband's job, and I said, "I walk by feet, But then I I, I went there, it didn't go through. So right now, I'm deciding to go back to school. Mm -hmm. So I just need a a prayer on that one, because I I keep forgetting things, and my eyes cannot see well. Okay. Should it be my age, or whatever it is? So I just called in, and and see if you can pray. I believe in miracles, so yeah, that's why I called.
3: Do you want me to pray for your eyes or pray for the decision to go to school or both?
8: Yeah, to be able to go to school and uh, study to advance in what sort of a course I will be taking it.
3: Gotcha. Do you know what school you're going go to go to? And everything.
8: I mean, my eyes <laughs> I'll be able to see again. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
3: Do you know what yes. school you want to go to and what degree you want to get?
8: Oh, yes, right, right now I'm going to sign up for a med tech course. And then after that, I will do
3: nursing. Nursing.
8: That's what I would like
3: to do now. I understand. Mm -hmm. Well, let me pray for you. Is that all right?
7: Yes.
3: Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that peace desires to grow in her knowledge of nursing and, and medicine so that she can serve people. Lord, we know she has some challenges. She's mentioned her age and her eyes. But, Lord, we know that you can give her strength. We know that you can help her to learn, uh, even with limited eyesight, maybe even like Paul had limited eyesight, and you used him greatly. So use her greatly, Lord. And if you decide to clear her eyes up, would you be so kind, Lord, to help her to be able to see, to read, to listen, uh, and to learn so that she can serve uh, people with the compassion uh, of her hands and her mind. Uh, So I cover her in prayer. I lift her up. I present her to you, O oh God, as your daughter, and I pray that this prayer would encourage her heart, strengthen her heart, and Lord, strengthen her faith so that she can walk by faith and not by sight. For it is in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. God bless you, Miss Peace. Thank you. Take care. I'm coming right back, I'm going to Hagerstown, going to Queens, New York. Coming to you if you want to get in where you fit in. Here's the number 888 43 Bridge.
2: Highlight Show on Saturdays at 3 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 3 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com.
4: Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with Pastor Church Relations
3: Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Happy open phone in Friday. Big shout out to Sunshine, Odington, Maryland. Good to hear from you. Hey, listen, if you want to give me a call, 888 43 Bridge. For those of you on my Facebook page as well as my YouTube page, thanks a lot for tuning in. At Anderson Speaks is my handle for all social media. So follow me and like me uh, on Instagram, on Facebook, even on YouTube. You can uh, subscribe there as well. And then you'll get notifications when uh, sermons come up or conversations happen. Okay? 888-43-BRIDGE. That's my number. Give me a call. I've got a couple open lines still left. Hagerstown, Maryland. Talking to Jose, who's on the line. Hello, Jose. Welcome to the show. How are you? Jose, are you there? Going once, going twice. Sorry we missed you. Give a call back if you want. Let's go to Queens, New York, and talk to Patterson, who's on the line. Hi, Patterson. Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
9: All right. How are you doing, sir?
3: Oh, alive and
9: grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Uh, Yeah, No. so I listen to you when I'm in the DMV. I actually live in – Woodbridge, but I'm from Queens. Okay. I'm I'm up north right now. Cool. So uh, my question is that do you, as a scholar or searcher of the Bible, look into, like, the early church fathers and the ancient church, like the Coptic church, the Greek Orthodox, and, like, the Ethiopian? You as a scholar.
3: Yeah, so I am not a uh, scholar in those areas, but I do look into it. But I'm not a historian, but it's so funny you asked because just uh, yesterday I was talking about Thomas Aquinas and St. Augustine in the first century, because we've been talking about that yesterday for Theological Thursday on the Just War Theory. But what are you thinking about when you're thinking about the Coptic Church and Ethiopia and all that?
9: Okay, so Jesus Christ. It's called the Great Commission. So he sent out his twelve apostles to these various places in um Rome and Egypt, Ethiopia and different places. So my thought is, um, like for example, I I attend a Coptic church mm-hmm. and there's a lot of arguments that where did the apostles go and they say they went everywhere, but like the Coptic Church is like where Saint Mark went. And my thing is, go somewhere where the apostles went, okay? Mm-hmm. I come from an AME background. a Methodist, mm-hmm. all right? But I don't think there's nothing wrong with following, like, the, uh, the apostles where they went. But some people have a little uh, issue with that because it falls to, it falls under the umbrella of the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have a problem with the Catholic Church. But there's really nothing wrong with the Catholic church, it's just the people inside. You see what I'm saying? Sure. And that's that's I'm just you know, I just wanted to get your take on these ancient churches and the early sure. church fathers and
3: Well, you know, there's all. there's some really beauty that comes out of out of the holy catholic church now is there some aberrations and some heretical things sure of course but the coptic church i mean some of the ancient churches the greek orthodox and stuff and the liturgy and uh, of all of the uh ancient uh churches there's some beauty to that and even you know the the uh, anglicans and things of that sort there's some real beauty to it uh the contemporary church with the courses and uh the non-cathedrals i get it i'm a part of that but Man, there's some beauty to Coptic Church in Egypt and, and Ethiopia. So I'm always saying, let's look at the theology, not the methodology, right? And so the methodology right. may be liturgy. The methodology may be a, a certain kind of music or hymns or uh, you know sayings and, and responsive readings. Those are all beautiful, but let's look at the theology. And there are some theological differences we might have with uh, with the Catholic Church. But you have to explain those differences and understand those differences and continue to worship the Lord. That's how I look at it.
9: What do you think, Patterson? Yeah, yeah my 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 thing is that the, the saying is, is uh, God writes straight but crooked lines. Have you heard that saying before? Yeah. So <laughs> everything, God, so we're all going to end up seeing God in Christ anyway, no matter what avenue you take. You see what I'm saying? So that's how I take it. Well as long as as long as we
3: come into Christ Christ is the only way to God the Father. And so if we try to get to God the Father through some other religion or some other way, we're just not going to make it. There's just no way to get to God the Father except through his son Jesus. But there are many roads to Jesus, and that's true. Like I mean all of us have a different story of how we got to Jesus. But you got to get to Jesus in order to get to God, and you can't get around Jesus and still Get to God. So, are there many ways to Jesus? Yes. Are there many ways to God? No. My two cents, according to how I understand scripture. One way.
9: I agree with you. Yeah. I was getting at like, what was it? uh What it says: all knees shall bow and all tongues confess. That's right. So, whether you're a Muslim, you see what I'm saying? Whether you're an atheist, whether you're a Mormon, or Jehovah's Witness, whatever the case is. Point blank period, we can all see, that's, that's where I'm coming from. we all yes. going to end up seeing them. But I, you stated, yes. which I agree with you, there's one no way to get to the kingdom of heaven, and that's through uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, you got it right. Uh, I say. Yep, you got it right, Patterson. So,
3: Thank you, my friend. All
9: right, man, be blessed, man.
3: Blessings back to you. It's good to talk to you. Call me anytime. That's Patterson uh, from Queens, New York, and hanging out in the DMV in Woodbridge, Virginia as well. And, uh, yeah, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. That is true. Uh, the question is, do you do it before he comes or after he comes? If you do it before he comes, you are saved and you will spend eternity with him. If he comes back and you haven't done it yet, you're still going to do it uh, because you're going to acknowledge the, the truth of who he is, but you will not spend eternity in heaven uh, with God at that point. All right, let's go to Jose in Hagerstown. Let's see if we can catch him. Hey, Jose, are you there? Hey, Dr. Ben. Hey, I got yeah, you. Yeah,
7: Doctor Anderson. Thank you for taking my call.
3: Pleasure, sir. What do you? Yeah, thinking?
7: I just have a more of a theological. I got a little bit of a little more of a theological question here for you. Wanted to get your thoughts on. Uh, what What do you think on your? What is your take on the idea of uh, that the only uh, way the only way to the manifestation of the uh, baptism of the Holy Spirit is through the speaking of tongues based on uh, what we read on chapter 2 of Acts. And so I wanted to get your your thoughts on that. Is that the only the evidence or the primary evidence per se that you are baptized in the Holy Spirit? And what how does that come into play with what Paul says in chapter 12 of the first book of Corinthians there? So
3: I'm yeah, I could you. get
7: your thoughts on that.
3: Thank you. It's a good question. So it was the only manifestation of the Holy spirit for the baptism of the spirit in the first century church was tongues and prophecy. Okay. Like it says in Acts chapter 19, they they, uh, spoke in tongues and were prophesying after they got baptized by the Holy spirit. But having said that rather not, but, but having said that the first century church was very unique in that this was when the first time the Holy spirit came down into the church. So it was the baptism of the Holy spirit into the church. All right. Now that the Holy Spirit is in the church, um, the the you know, once you come into a relationship with Christ, you also have the Holy Spirit. And that's why it says any man uh, in Romans 8, if you don't have the Spirit, you're not in Christ. If you're in Christ, you have the Spirit. And so 1 Corinthians 12 then tells us that there are many gifts of the Spirit, all right? And the many gifts of the Spirit are not just tongues, not just prophecy, but administration and leadership and and uh, mercy and, you know, there are just so many different gifts, about 23 of them, uh, that the Holy Spirit gives to his people. So uh, how do you know you have the Holy Spirit? Because you have Christ. And then what happens is Ephesians 1 says you're, you're now sealed by the Holy Spirit and your relationship with Christ should then bear fruit of the Holy Spirit. And that fruit should ultimately be love. And so that's how I would... Uh, That's how I'd look at it. In other words, you don't have to now just manifest the Spirit in tongues or in prophecy. You can manifest the Spirit in many different ways, including the fruit of the Spirit. I hope that's helpful, Jose. I've got to run to this break. When I get back, let's see if we can get one last call from Crownsville, Maryland. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
5: just go to bamboohr.com/hr this is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com/hr that's bamboohr.com/hr
6: My name
0: is Dr. Boutros. My name is Dr. McWilliams. My name is Dr. Kimberly Middleton. When
5: it comes to correcting progressive vein disease, experience counts. For over 35 years, Vein Clinics of America has been the leader in the minimally invasive treatment of varicose
0: and spider veins.
5: Contrary to popular belief, vein disease isn't just cosmetic. It can be a painful,
0: serious medical condition. The sooner it's treated, the more we can reduce the chances of
10: future symptoms.
5: The doctors at Vein Clinics of America have performed over 1.5 Five million successful procedures. They're the experts in the treatment of progressive vein disease. All of our procedures are done right here in the office using the most advanced proven technology available. Often patients don't realize how much better their legs feel until we correct the problem. See the difference experience makes. See if you qualify for a free consultation. Medicare and most insurance is accepted. Call 800 538 6200. 800 538 6200. That's 800 538 6200.
2: Hi, this is Roger Marsh from Dr. James Dobson's Family Talk. I have a special offer for you. Our co-host, Dr. Tim Clinton, has a new book out. It's called Focus on the Future. It takes Dr. Dobson's biblical principles and presents them to a new generation. We're offering you a copy of this book as our way of thanking you for your gift of any amount to the Dobson Institute today. So go to drjamesdobson.org forward slash radio offer to request your copy. That's drjamesdobson.org forward slash radio offer.
6: Today,
4: people with disabilities can achieve a better life experience with AbleNow, a tax-advantaged savings account specifically designed for people with disabilities. AbleNow accounts help eligible individuals save and invest their own money without endangering certain disability benefits. Learn if you or someone you know is eligible for an AbleNow account at able-now.com. This message is provided by AbleNow, administered by Virginia 529.
3: Real talk with Dr. David Anderson, and we have just a couple minutes left, so let's go right back to the phone lines and talk with Karen, who's in Crownsville, Maryland. Hello, Miss Karen. Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Hi,
10: Dr. Anderson. How are
3: you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking?
10: Well, I hang with you in the afternoon, going home from work. Yay! Um, and I did meet you, which was a which was a big pleasure for me. Oh, wow. Um, and actually, the reason that I'm calling is for Miss Peace. Yes. I didn't get where she was calling from. Um, Columbia, Maryland. I do have... Columbia, okay. I do have a suggestion about her eyes to see if she has been to a doctor to check on cataracts.
3: Okay, what's your suggestion? I hope she's I hope she's still listening.
10: Oh, okay, I hope she is too that she see a doctor um to see if she have has cataracts because if she does they can do uh, operate on each eye one every two weeks and clear up her vision. Okay. Um, there is a doctor in uh annapolis i don't know if that's too far if somebody could get her there Mm -hmm. um but off the air i don't know if you could uh give her the name but anyway um well i think that's good advice anyway
3: that's good advice anyway just to check Mm hmm
10: yeah especially if she mentioned that a number of times
3: that's right that's right well um i love when my listeners uh try to encourage one another and help each other out so thank you uh for doing that and peace if you're still listening uh do check with the doctor with cataracts thank you miss karen
10: thank you god bless you and thank you for every day that you're on
3: Mm -hmm. bless you back now take care and happy friday to all of you and if you want to grow spiritually Uh, We have 30 different challenges or 30 different ways that you could grow over the next several months. If you go to bridgeway.cc slash type in the word 30, and you'll see 30 different ways. And you can just click in and join a group of other people who are also trying to grow in that way. There's a champion for every area. So let's say you have material possessions and you're trying to unload that weight in your life. That's one of the challenges to become mature and mighty in Christ by unloading things that are weighing you down. Maybe you need to lose 30 pounds, you know, which I'm working on uh, and asking people if you want to join me in that. You know, you can join that group and get physically fit. And we even have a, a, a personal trainer who can help you with that. So you may want to click on uh, that challenge of of losing weight or getting physically fit. Uh, and then the person that is the champion of that particular uh, area will will email you and help encourage you along the way. You can even hire them for personal training if you want. And there are 30 different ways. That's just the one area. There's reading the Bible. There's praying. um, You know, there's teaching, discipleship. There's just so much good stuff there. So I want to encourage you. uh, You don't have to be a part of our church, all right? All you have to do is want to grow, and it's free, all right? Bridgeway.cc slash type out the word 30. Okay, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this week and for this opportunity that we've had to connect with one another. I pray a prayer of blessing and favor over all of my listeners who are under the sound of my voice right now. Would you touch them, give them a sense of peace and joy just because of this prayer in their life right now. It's in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen.